morning, officer. Maybe this is the pot calling the kettle black. This guy thinks he's a genius and he's a moron. <laughs> Good news, everyone. Y2K! Y2K! Oh no! Think of like the dumbest cave troll that you know. You looked right at me when you said that. You're not the dumbest. Here are the facts as I see them. Uh, what's up, everybody? Y'all already know what it is. It's Bandit Radio Hour. It's uh, some date in January. I didn't really bother to check. Uh, it's the last day in January. No, don't tell. Don't tell. We're keeping it evergreen. That's the season three, baby. We're, we're doing new things. I well, you still dated it with the month. I, I, it was the last day of the month. You know, shut up. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, we're here. We're in, we're in Merce's bunker out on his secluded 10 acres. Uh, just a heads up. Uh, some things might be coming up. Uh, he might actually be becoming a lawyer boy here soon uh so we don't like this might turn into zoom meetings this might i don't know i'll still be home on the weekends okay so we still got that and uh but we'll be we'll be official only we'll god be able, we'll be able to sue at a drop of a hat and it won't cost us a penny there we go and only god knows what that is in store for but me that's in the if future. i'm smart enough to get through school yeah yeah well, well no, no, no 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 see that's the kicker with you you are smart enough to get through school it's just can you not uh fuck everything up between here and getting through school I like playing life on hard mode. He does. He intentionally makes it hard. Uh, we've had this discussion many, many a times. But anyways, uh, dude, same old. What's your like last week been like? Uh, it's kind of been a chill week, really. Been doing just some stuff around here. Nice. Kind of, because then after after this week, it goes back to planting watermelons. So oh, this yeah. It's like my last like, you be, few days. You become just, Turner property. Yeah, it's like my last <laughs> few days just kind of like... Just enjoy a sunset. Dude, speaking speaking of, can you come like help me move a bunch of really heavy shit like the next three days? I know we're doing this on air. I shouldn't really be asking, but can you? What a prick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm doing stuff. I was I about just, to say yes, but I, I was, was going to be like, like, what a way to. That was, that was a live test of friendship. You haven't paid me for last time. <laughs> God, we, we need to get a camera on you. The look on your face was just like he, everybody. I was just like so happy with my he few little days. He, he went from describing his like relaxed days with like a calm and a smile to me asking that. You look like Homelander about to laser people in half. Like, you're what? You're asking me to do what with my life before I go? I sat in bed and drank coffee this morning and watched the stock market open, and it was glorious. And I was so looking forward to doing that tomorrow with the the Fed meeting. You can. You can watch the money crash and burn. I'm gonna go. Oh, and I really think it might. I'm gonna go pick up post and do more of what I'm doing. So now, so you've actually had like a chill week. Yeah, for the most part, it's kind of an in between. Like we're not, we got our hay cut, so it's. We're start rolling it. I would be stuck having them, like put it all away, but they waited a week too late, so I'll be at the Turners. So I'm still gonna be on a tractor, just somebody else's so, tractor. Okay, here's my question. You're like the one typically doing all the work around your ranch. Not maybe not all of it, but uh, quite a bit of it around your ranch. Maybe all of it. What's gonna happen with the hay after you go work at the melons? Daddy moves it. Oh, there you go, the <laughs> retired man. Yeah, well, normally, like, yeah, normally we either, like, split it or, because basically, a lot of it gets sold out of the field, but then we, what, he decides to hold back or keep, we have, goes, to, gets us moved to our hay barn. Sweet deal, pays for itself. Yeah, well, bas- basically. Yeah. Um, well, good for you, man. Um, let me think, my last week, been fixing fence. Well, I feel like I say that every show, but, like, we still got interior fence that still needs fixing. <clears throat> 
Oh, we had it. Oh, pardon me. Burp on the air. Uh, we did have a car, if anyone follows my Snapchat, or I don't know if I put it on Twitter. Uh, we had a car do some flips into our hayfield. The the exact spot that me and Merce, the stretch of fence line that we fixed three weeks ago. The part that we had to cut the vines out with the yep, chainsaw. Yep, yep. You know, the worst part that was most overgrown and had the most shit to deal with that we took a lot of care and made it look really nice. Yeah, it was like flattened. Uh, it, if it had never, if you had never fixed it, the car would have never crashed there. Yeah, and we haven't even, thank God it's our hayfield because we haven't had cows in the pasture. And the reason me and Merce fixed it was in case cows ever got in there. Just good to have a good border fence. And uh, yeah, dude, it did like three or four flips, landed right side up. Uh, it, I guess, it, it happened really early in the morning. Like, it must have been dark. And I, you know, called the cops, uh, had them investigate it. Uh, There's nobody there. There was no, it was just a car you know we got called about and i, I found uh and the uh, the most memorable thing about it i'm like try, i put on my uh, csi miami sunglasses and screamed yeah as i investigated the crime scene Did you with make, the like, cops. A really bad like pun i tried but it was early in the morning and i'm not good at none of this stuff at that time but uh you know like it was like i'm walking around with the cops like you know this body could have flung like 50 feet in any direction we need to go like look or 50 yards in any direction so i, I help them look around we're going through stuff and uh, like I said, I got my CSI Miami detective sunglasses on. And I go, you know, and I'm, I'm with I'm with two police officers, two deputies. I go, uh, you know, the, I, I think it was a chick driving. And the guy goes, why do you think? And by the way, we found uh, blood inside the car where their head got smashed. Uh, he noted that they weren't wearing seatbelts. Uh, showed me a little trick on how to tell that. Uh, you know, like the car, the car wasn't peeled to pieces. Like it was still in one piece, but all the glass was busted out. The hood was ripped open, uh, uh, all that. And but I finally, what was it? It was like a, a oh, it was a, a Honda Civic or something like that. What, what crash rate would you give it for what it went through? Honestly, like, dude, and I would have been buckled in. Like, I, I would have felt safe. Yeah. As long as you didn't get flung out or anything like that. I mean, you're here first. Bandit Radio Hour gives Honda, Honda Civic five stars. We are looking at you for a sponsor, Honda. <laughs> we're we are keep throwing these taglines out. Anybody wants to hit us up, we'll say whatever you want. We're bought, paid easy. Uh, but that's not totally true. I won't. We'll see. Well, again, I don't want to theorize about fictional advertisers. So, what did your CSI detective work? Oh, so yeah. So, anyways, using my uh, critical thinking skills, I look and I go, I think it was chick driving deputy goes what makes you think that i'm like well just look at the air freshener and you know like what all the air fresheners i've ever gotten are like the little trees or maybe something a little different like you know but like when those smell good like lemon or new car scent this was like a pouch on a string and it was like a little pouch that had like beads on it like little plastic beads and it was like i don't know new a, a beach breeze smell or something yeah. like that i go that sure does look like a girly air freshener I think the cop was screwing with me looking back at it, but the cop's immediate response is, I got the same air freshener on my car. And I go, ooh, <laughs> never mind. It was a dude. It was a manly man. I think it was a damn Harley he, Davidson he's driver. Like getting, he's getting your license plate <laughs> yeah. as he leaves. Yeah, it's like 6'2". All right, we'll keep an eye on you. Uh, yeah, but uh, no, we never, no one was ever admitted to the hospital. Uh, mystery is gone un- unsolved. They ever get the car? Uh, tow truck finally did. Huh. And it was it was registered to someone like 
that's practice stolen. Yeah, it was either stolen or probably a friend was borrowing it from their cousin. Somebody and, doesn't know they're missing it yet. Yeah. Well, what's that Turnpike Troubadour song? Uh, the funeral. Uh, slightly uh, stolen car. Yeah, that's what it's called. Slightly stolen car. Um, but no. So yeah, that was one. That was that was Friday. Uh, and actually, the day before that, I got a beautiful sight. Uh, Merce, you were out there with me at our tack room that has our horse feed out at out at the ranch, uh, which is really just an old abandoned trailer that we store some stuff in. What's been our while you were working with me? What was our experience with the great outdoors and wildlife coming into the indoors of that tack room? You, I know you've been fighting raccoons. Okay, yeah, we've had some coon problems. We've had to beef up security a little bit, right? I've like, never, I've never seen them, but I've no, just seen where like they've gotten into it, like yeah, aftermath. So tore some, tore some feed bags up and stuff like that. So it's like uh, I'd started like having a sealed trash can that was coon proof and like put it up there and put the feed in there, and uh, I guess you know I was happy, so it seemed like it kept the coons out. But as I kept going in there, I started noticing like a smell. It was an unusual smell. It's not what I'm really used to, and it, but it didn't smell good. A smelly smell. Smell a smell smell that smells. <laughs> smell smelly. a smell smell. Uh, but no, so like, dude. Uh, that's one day. Like I'm going in and out of there. I'm not in there for most of the day. I'm just in there a little bit. I'm like, I like that odor. Maybe, maybe a mouse is dead underneath or something like that. Um, I come in the next day and it's that odor, but it is overwhelming. I mean, it is like, it's like I walked into a chicken coop. It is bad. Uh, which if y'all have never done that, thank God for that. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Everybody, Wanting to be these little backyard chicken farmers. Chickens are gross and they're smelly and they're dirty. Okay. Side note, one of the smartest hang on, nope. All right, I gotta finish this part, but remind me, mobile chicken coop. It's smartest yeah, chicken thing tractor. That's what it's called, because you move it, it's on wheels. Shut up. I thought it was genius. Anyways. Um no, so as I'm like looking around going like, what is the smell that's permeating? Like you can't ignore it. And I'm, I got a strong stomach. I can stand up to stuff. This is bad. And I go and I'm looking and everything is fine except for in the kitchen sink. That is the one place these coons have decided to shit. And when I say the one place, imagine a standard kitchen sink overflowing with raccoon feces. I thought you were going to say one of them was dead. No. They're just shitting in the sink. They're all, but like, uh, don't get me wrong, and like that sun don't mirror, there's like no water hookup to the sink. Like that's how uh, dilapidated of a trailer it is. But I was like, on one hand, I was pissed off because I had to deal with a bunch of coon shit. On the other hand, I'm like, thank y'all for... In one spot. In one spot in the sink. Both sinks, by the way. Both like, bo- but they oh, both... Oh, two holes. Yeah. And like, I had to go get it, like I had to get, get out as much as I could and then use water and I'm not going to get any more script than that. But I was... Rat bastards. A, we don't know if a, ba- a bear shits in the woods, but a, a raccoon does shit in the sink. And so does a toddler. So, two questions we've answered tonight so far. Let's see how many more we can get to. Uh, so what? So, yeah, that was a little bit of work. Sorry about that. Um... Besides that, uh, hung out with my daughter. Uh, tried starting the uh, Scarface cartel. Yeah, yeah, we're starting to move into the real cult territory where uh, she's gonna lock down her corners, uh, make sure no one else is selling on her turf, uh, and sell her product to the masses. There's a lot of fiends out there begging for it, and of course, I'm talking about Girl Scout cookie sales. She is 
neck deep into it, and we got, I think we got like 600 boxes to sell. I notice I don't have any trefoils. Or yeah, I know. I got, all right, I'm terrible. Like, we got them yesterday, and I'm like, I remember the prices to these. I'm and getting if I, itchy. And they gave me a sheet that had the prices on them. I ain't got a damn clue what I did with that sheet. But anyways, neither here nor there. Um, yep, Girl Scout cookie season, been busy with that. And I was hanging out with my daughter last night. And what we've been, so like, you know, I like to play a video game or watch a show or a movie, like with my kids, something to update them on how we grew up. I found a classic, Bioshock. All the people that aren't nerds, like, probably don't know what I've talked to. You remember this game? Big Daddy. Big Daddies, yeah. Big Daddies, little girl. Wow, that sounds a lot more sexual now that it's out of context but no uh yeah i started introducing her to that she's like i love this i don't know what's going on and it's so cool reliving that because you remember the big twist in it yes and no would you kindly it's, i never played the game all right so i like, watched you play it a bunch yeah i never had it so like to break it down like it gets really dark it gets really dark, but it also does something neat that's never been done really with video games. So in every video game, from Call of Duty to Halo to everything short of Pong, it's like, hey, do this thing. Just do this thing. Whether it's shoot a bad guy, whether it's your Sonic jumping on hoops and grabbing rings, do this thing, and you do that thing in the game. Like, it's just laid out. Throughout this game, there you have a, uh, the, 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 how would you describe it? You have an NPC or, like, another character you never see who's giving you, like, telling you things on the radio, giving you a story. And he keeps asking you, every time he says something, he's like, hey, would you kindly grab a gun and go down here and shoot these people? Turns out, while you're doing all these missions, the reason you're doing it in the game is you've been brainwashed, and your trigger is, would you kindly? And if anyone looks at you and says, would you kindly do A, B, C, you will go do A, B, and C. Uh, it's a real much. She hasn't made it there yet. And she's just like, why do people go crazy and start killing each other with all this power? I'm like, because of Ayn Rand and objectivism, Lily. <laughs> start throwing philosophy at her. Which Ayn Rand? Eh, I get. Would you kindly get the vaccine? No. <laughs> Nada. Not getting the nuggets. Uh, but no, I was playing that while there, and she wanted to take a break. I didn't even mean to get into Bioshock that much, because she wanted to take a break. And now, even the non-nerds, welcome back to the conversation. Sorry for the brief hiatus. Uh, she said, Daddy, I want to play you in Mortal Kombat, and I want you to try your hardest. I'm like, huh. I mean... Okay, I'm just going to get, like, Baraka, and it's going to be, like, me fighting, like, a five-year-old in real life. I mean, sure, whatever, little girl. Go on, get your katana with her little thing. She beat me. She beat me with me trying my hardest, and it wasn't, like, with her gay little just down kicks, like, that she was, like, she's starting to learn combos. How much did that hurt you? Dude, I legitimately got upset. Because she got uh, on your uh, stage she, and beat you. And she's like, Daddy, isn't that fun? Like, she rubbed it in my face. She, she came told, into your world and, she, and kicked your ass. I about gave her a Call of Duty controller and like, all right, let's do Rust, you little son of a... Yeah, like, <laughs> well, I'm going to step this up and really make you cry. So... No, that's that's child been, services is called over a Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> Beating my child over it. I'm the winner! <laughs> You know how like those 90s sports movies, like there's some Southern dad who's like, you ain't going to quit football. You're going to not be a dancer and be the best quarterback. Or was just me with my kid. You ain't going to beat me at Halo. 
I didn't beat my daddy. He was a boomer. <laughs> I don't know how I could spin it, but it'd be fun. Um, but yeah. Are you, more, real serious, are, are you okay? I feel like you're taking no. it a little personally. I'm, you know what? Like, if I'm being honest, they beat, like, I realized that when they were, when they uh, wiped the floor with me, both her and her brother, Mark, over the summer at Super Smash Brothers. And they just, and I, I chalked it up. I also wiped the floor with you at Super you Smash. You shut up. That's <laughs> a memory I'll never, so, like, Marissa had a, or not Super Nintendo, a Nintendo 64. Had. That's another story for another day. But, um. He's a good friend. Uh, but we we play Super Smash. This is like, what, six years ago? Seven yeah, years probably. ago? Not that that's not by way back when. This is more recent. And uh, he would just pick, grab Donkey Kong and grab my person to walk to the edge no, of the screen. I, I always play uh, Fox McCloud. Oh, that's right. And you're like, no, we got to switch characters at random so because yours is too fast. So I was like, okay, I'll just pick Donkey Kong. And realize that I could just grab him and walk off the edge of the map and chunk him to his death. He would beat my ass with Fox McCloud, and it would piss me off. And yet, then Donkey Kong... I remember literally screaming, not like this. <laughs> not not like this! As he just picked me up and bloop, 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 and threw me off right off the edge where I couldn't jump back. It was not based. Not based at all. Very cringe. Pew, pew. Yes. That, that, yes. Uh... Solid video game rant. Solid video game rant. But you know something else I was thinking? Oh, the other only other thing I did over the weekend, I, I have to mention it. Uh, the most American thing you could do, I, I shot a bunch Overthrow of... Overthrow government? No. No. We'll get to there. <laughs> <laughs> Not literally. Not literally, <laughs> FBI. Just we'll, we'll get there. Just hang on. Just, Paul Pelosi, put an asterisk I mean, overthrow. Do more rebel. I think rebel. a guy tried to do it with a hammer not that long ago. But anyways... Um, Hmm. No, uh, I shot uh, guns quite, quite a bit. It was, it was fun. Me and my brothers went out. Uh, America. America, indeed. Shot, uh, shot one of my brother's new ARs. Uh, I got to say, that's just a sweet gun. I, like, I don't even think he got one of like, the, the super high-end ARs. He's got planting, a Planting some freedom seeds. Oh, dude, it was great. It's just let it rip. Uh, uh, my other brother had his AK-47 which is a whole lot of fun. And I had my uh, Boomer Tumor, uh, 1911. And uh, as I was telling you before the show, like I really, if there's something I'm guilty of, I need to clean my guns. I need to do a lot of maintenance on stuff I've been neglecting in this past hectic year. Uh, my 1911, I really need to clean. Well, um, you had another semi-auto or uh, something, rifle. Uh, 22? No. Uh, 12-gauge? And it wasn't an S... Uh... SKS? Yeah. No, my that's my uh that's that's one of my family members. I oh. I never had the SKS, but yeah, it's a, that's a fun. I always remember too. you randomly have an SKS at times. Yeah, just looking America. like looking like a slav, <laughs> just having that like sling over my shoulder and uh, that, uh, SKS is fun. Uh, but uh, no, so like my, my I was like, man, my 1911's rusty, and I, I shot it and it jammed. Like it, sh- it fired the first shot, but after that, like loading the second one, it jammed. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to put this away because I feel super embarrassed. My brother pulls out his AK, and I'm like, oh, your thing, yours looks, or he goes, yeah, mine, he goes, mine's rustier than yours. Uh, oh, well, but at least I'm not going to feel bad about mine jamming, and that's when he just racks it back. And I'm like, man, damn Soviets, y'all made a fine machine. So, yeah, besides that, no, that was my weekend. Besides that, I actually caught up on a little bit of current events, and I was thinking, like, I haven't really talked to Merce about it, but last episode was fight night. And there are some more fights we could talk about, but we might save that for a bonus episode. 
I think we're just going to weasel our way back into current events and just little banditisms. Uh, or we're going to do that in one minute. Is that a cue to pause That's it? a cue to pause it, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and we are back, you dick. Uh, but anyway, he pulled a fast one on me, folks, but we're back. Um, all right, current-ish events, because that's stuff I feel like talking about. Uh, what, some dude in Georgia got the living hell beat out of him by the cops? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean... I feel like multiple dudes in Georgia probably got the living hell beat out of one of the cops. This one just happened to be filmed. Yeah, this one just made the headlines. <laughs> dude, dude, how often does this stuff used to happen? <sighs> A lot. Simpler times. Uh, but, you know, like, as much as I hate, like, just talking about kind of mainstream narratives of, like, the within the Fox News. But at the same pers- time, there would have been a lot less cops. Well, and they were screwing, there was a lot less laws to break, too. I th- Well, I don't know, because it's a mix. You feel like it's just always been the same ratio? Like, it's always been the same amount of beatings. There's just more people and there's more cops. Yeah, it's like, well, it's like the same percentage. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, across the board. Yeah. Well, that's a lot more once you go up in, like, numbers of humans that are just getting the living shit beat out of them. Uh, but it is like... As I just said, I hate feeding into like the kind of mainstream, mainstream on both ends narrative, but uh, it is funny that like it comes out. It's like the the what the, at least the left part of the mainstream is saying is like, oh, racist, racist, racist institutions or whatever. It's like, all right, these are like all black cops and a black guy getting beat. It's a black police chief and all this. But what is much more obvious, I feel the one thing I didn't. Shows a little bit I know other than just like following the hype. What did the guy actually do? From what I understand, he was, and I was just listening about it on the way here. So, like, I don't have, I mean, I got my notes in front of me, but they're not that good of notes, people. Uh, he was being like kind of told, like, hey, stop. And it was like a mix of not actually resisting to where like you're beating the cops, but you know, kind of like that kind of hood, like I'm just going home or something like that. You know, like just keep trying to walk they away. They don't let you go home. No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, but uh, they, sorry to laugh. I was thinking about the guy with Paul Pelosi. Who's just like, Nope. And the cops <laughs> are like, don't even know what to do about it at the time. Like, what do we fire? Do we just, <laughs> anyways, sorry. Uh, so yeah, he did that. And I think they went to tase him, but the tase wasn't very successful and he took off, uh, running. And that's when they cuffed him behind his back. And then they took turns, turning him around and just beating the shit out of him while his hand. It's almost like they get a pack mentality. And dude, that's, you know what? I think you just hit the nail on the head. It's almost like, like, dude, for one, you have the most frustrating job in the world. Uh, like, I'll, I'll give them that. But then you got this pack mentality, this, this, uh, I know it's probably different from department to department because uh, there's some great honorable people I know are, are deputies and like police officers. But then there's like, there's just other personality types that we all see involved in it. That is just like. Oh, you're the. They're the kids from high school. When you hear they're a cop, you're like, "Oh, that's not going to end well for yeah, some people." Yeah, they just barely made it instead of being a security guard. And uh, but what? So we're gonna get in like a little bit of conspiracy theory. 
It's literally Eric okay. Cartman. Because like they have a Thor attack. Yes, yes, we nailed it out of the park. Um, you know, it almost like this turns into the argument I've noticed on both sides of loudly from the left, this is racist, and loudly from the right, this is not racist, as I just like alluded to like a minute ago. And that's like the story of is this racist or not? And not like, what a horrible thing that happened. Like, regard, even if there was no, you know, it's almost like the nature of like the word like hate crime. It's like, is a crime really worse if someone hates or, not, or hates for racial reasons? Like, I feel like that should be thrown out the window at that point because what? once you're like full on fighting somebody and then like, you say you say a racial slur in the fight. It is then labeled a hate crime. It's not that hey, maybe they're beating the crap out of the person and they're going to say the meanest thing they can think yeah. of. Yeah, and whenever I'm fighting anybody, I'm going to say the meanest thing. I yeah, can think like of. regardless. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were, uh, we talked about our fight. We yeah, were best like, friends. I'm pretty sure we said some horrible shit. Except for you, you were nice. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it uh, it's. I feel like the argument stays in that section of is this racist or not and not is this just a horrible thing? It's, yeah. Instead of white power structure versus black power structure, I see it much more as the power versus the people that don't have it. And it's the 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 people that even if you defend yourself against because you're un, in the in the in the circumstance that you are unjustly being descended upon, you know the court system, like even if you somehow luckily survive that, will chew you up and spit you out and you don't have a chance. Yeah, unfor- unfortunately, once you're in that situation, you've got to just kind of yeah. do what they say you, because you're, at that point, for lack of better words, you're kind of their bitch. Well, there's, and if somebody's been arrested uh, before, uh, it's way easier just to do what they well, tell you. dude, there's even times, there's videos of people doing exactly as they say and they blow them. Yeah. I say that paid I'm, they don't kill you. I'm overusing the word they because I'm grouping like every single cop into that they. So let me the really the worst ones on the worst of days and probably just so, any human on the worst of days you could try to do everything that a bad boss take cops out of it. bad boss on a bad day you could try to do everything they say and they still Make your day a living hell while you're trying to do it because you're not doing it perfectly in their head. That's why you poop no. on company time. No. <laughs> yeah. But now give your boss a gun and give him the legal right to shoot you if he wants. And it's like, I'm oh. self-employed. Yeah. <laughs> well, same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this word. Blam in my leg. <laughs> but um, no, and I want to go over a little conspiracy-minded thing. This was uh, shared by some really nice lady on the Twitter. Can't quite remember who it was, so I'm sorry. But it's a limited hangout. Have you ever heard of this term before I brought it up to you like five days ago and you looked at it 30 minutes before the show? I didn't even look at it. Okay. (laughs) Honesty. (laughs) So, and here's something. Now, I want you to keep in mind what I said about that argument, how it's turned into like, this is racist versus this is not racist. Like, that's the main thing that's echoed about this story. Um, What limited hangout is, it's a CIA operation. Or, uh... PSYOP, like it's a way for, and they've done this in other countries. And what you do, you get a supporter who seems like a supporter of the underdogs, who seems like a person, a selected hero to your opposition, 
right? So, like, let's say Greta Thunberg. No, if I had to give a good example of who it would probably be in American news, it'd probably be like Project Veritas. And here's what I mean. Now, I like Project Veritas. I like most of the stuff I've seen them do. Other than I'm like, that's Latin for <laughs> <laughs> victory or yeah. light or some queer shit. Truth. Uh, but truth. Uh, it means truth. Okay, whatever. Whatever dead language meteorologist pilot expert. Um, but so what limited hangout is, I'm going to use just a more fictional example or not fit, but like more separated from us. It would be like if the CIA went into Guatemala when there was a big communist uprising. Right, or what do you say? If yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Big communist uprising in Venezuela amongst the workers. They're rising up. Uh, or not? Blah, I'm sorry, I just butchered all that. Let me let me make it much more relatable. Something like we know what Iran or, or Vietnam. We were supporting the certain government, right? The North Vietnamese or South. We were not helping the North. No, 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 no we weren't. This, Okay, I just uh, was in a glass case of emotion of a train wreck of all of my different ideas colliding at once, but I sorted out the cars, so here we go. All right, you know, whenever we first started invading Iraq, not we, but our federal government. Which time? The first time? The very first time. Technically, it'd be like Iraq War two and a half or three, but after 2001, right, we wanted a lot of Iraqi support. Uh, So what we would do, we would do, limited hangout, which would be like, we would funnel a lot of money into like one little tribe in Iraq and give them the scoop on like, maybe even, maybe they were like anti-American even. And we'd be like, Hey, we're going to drop you the scoop on like some American activities we're doing over here. And you're going to be the ones that break it to all your people. And that gets this like little tribe or whatever more power in the region because they're exposing American stuff. Even though America is, it's almost like George Bush in South Park where he's like, oops, just yeah. dropped it. And they get it. And what happens is you elevate these people to a position of influence with it seeming like they have won victories to, to gain the people's trust. When in reality, if there was any goals those victories of that little tribe achieved, it was meaningless in the grand scheme. Like they might have called, I don't know, let's say hypothetically, attention to a little invasion of U.S. troops that were going into an area. But that didn't matter. They think they won, but the, in reality, they're part of the narrative. The, exactly. They And what this is, is like you're installing your counter opposition to. So why I said Project Veritas. Now, I don't think they are limited hangout, but if they were, it would be really good. Because, like, for the powers that be. Because, yes, are they drawing attention to, like, things the powers that be don't want? It's like, yeah, it sure seems like it. I, I'd say they do. It's like, all right, does it, and the next part of that question well, it is. Could it could be all sleight of hand. Is there anything that comes of consequence because of their reporting? Yeah, I mean, all I saw mm. from all the stuff that came out is they mm. parked a, uh, a an ad truck in front of Pfizer, like just playing a little commercial on the truck outside. Yeah. All right, now here's my question. Uh, this has been burning in my head ever since I sent a tweet out. Uh, the tweet was, uh, Fox Mulder inspired our generation. It gets way too little credit for how much he like influenced our generation of like critical thinkers and skeptics and stuff. Well, if that's part of the plan. 
I don't know how that would be part of the plan. But what if that's part of the plan for us, like there'd be a mass skepticism, a mass distrust of it. Now, that would be an X-File. I, I don't think so, technically, because I think X-Files I didn't watch are, the show enough because it scared me. You need to watch it. I don't so, scary. It's so good. It's so unbelievably good. I don't know who I like more, Fox or... Well, it's Fox. It's Fox Mulder. It's not Scully. Nobody likes Scully. Um, too medical. But um, anyways, I've ran enough about them. Uh, I wonder... I do believe there is limited hangouts in U.S. media because, I mean, it's been infiltrated by the, by the freaking uh, intelligence operations. Uh, but... I don't know, pick your poison of like what, if you feel like, I don't even feel like, if you feel like you're arguing about a bunch of stuff that never seems to change, that's really semantic stuff, like, is it racist or not, or is it, do Which you, side of the toilet paper is the right side? Like, dude, just about, uh, do you, what's a human right, which is my favorite question to ask anybody and watch their heads try to implode, uh, but any of this, like, it, I almost believe it is designed like the, that's the reason. Right twix or left twix? All right, you asshole. I'm <laughs> trying to make a point and you're just derailing my brain so hard. But I digress. That's my conspiracy theory of the night is there is some limited hangout and I have to keep looking at what I wrote down. Uh, Merce, thoughts that aren't going right to get us in so. jail. <laughs> <laughs> you would choose right wing. Son of a gun. Well, it's just right. I'm right-handed, so mm-hmm. I mean, just naturally going to go mm-hmm. right Twix. Um, outside of that, uh, yeah, that's that's my talk on the whole uh, that. Um, back to video games. Not video games, but like culture and stuff. Uh, really disappointed in The Last of Us. Not disappointed because I I set my expectations so low, but ah. That's another video game I haven't played. Yeah. I know I know the 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 plot setting or the premise. And that's I'm, about as far as I know. All right, so this is me like bitching about first world problems, but oh, and like me being a southern of southern culture and rural culture, but like wow. yep, yep, get them early, Kyler. Uh, like I'm a pretty damn open-minded southerner. Uh, however, this Last of Us horse shit. Uh, got to sound off on it because what like like so many things, like you said, I tried to like letting people borrow my video game system to experience the story, the story that I really love, especially as a father. Um, and d- did we talk about this on the other podcast, like a little bit about the game or anything like that? If if you don't know, pretty much zombies, but there's a guy, a forty year old like Texan white guy, suburban guy. And a, a little girl he finds who are trying to make it through the zombie apocalypse. And I remember when the game came out, I don't even think I bought it at first. Because I was like, oh, another, like this is 10 years ago. I'm like another zombie game. Who cares? There's a thousand of them. Uh, this ain't like really even about zombies. This is more about like human humanity, a lot of philosophy, a lot of deep thinking in the game. Uh, and it was one of the best stories I've ever experienced. I was telling Merce before the show, like there is a, a Florida book I can't recommend highly enough, one of the best ones I've ever read, called A Land Remembered. That's uh, amazing. It's a fictional, uh, historical fiction about 
Florida history and a family going through Florida cracker living. Uh, but those are probably my most favorite fictional characters of all time in that book. My second favorite is probably Joel and Ellie from The Last of Us. I say all that because like a year and a half ago, about the time a lot of my childhood dreams of awesome movies and shows were being ruined, started to, they announced they were making it for HBO. Now, like me at first, the positives, I'm like, all right, this is some, This is like a video game that could get the movie treatment and not turn out like everything that's Resident Evil. And like most video game movies that are just bad. Like, Halo. I'm sorry, friend. <laughs> that was one of the things he was the biggest nerd about, God bless. And I was too, but oh, they, mur- they, they murdered that boy. But well, also HBO's making it. And like HBO... Yes, Band of Brothers, like, you know... Even other tier stuff. Did you ever watch the cartoon Spawn on HBO? No. Do you know what Spawn is? Yes. Yeah, oh, dude, it's like early nineties. Like yeah, yeah, like the old comic Spawn. Uh, it's like made in like nineteen ninety two, nineteen ninety three. Horrifying cartoon, and it's made in like that old Spider Man animation right, yeah. of like early nineties. But oh, it was good. But anyways, made by HBO. So I'm like, all right, that's that's some benefits. I'm like. The cons is they're probably going to ruin it like most of my dreams. So like I was kind of, I wasn't sold on it, but I wasn't totally dismissive of it. And then I saw who they casted as freaking Joel. And it's Pedro Pasquales or however you say his Cuban, Colombian, Mexican, whatever name it is. And I know this is the podcast. I sound really racist, folks, but I swear it's all with love. (laughs) He's the Mandalorian. He's the Mandalorian. He's that dude. And I'll say, like, he is an awesome actor. Uh, I first saw him in Game of Thrones, and you never saw Game of Thrones, no, right? I'm glad I didn't. Dude, it, true. Whenever it got terrible. I didn't watch it until it got into the terribleness. I, I was in college and couldn't afford HBO. I got it for free and watched it, like, for two weeks and watched as much as I could. And he played a guy called The Snake in that, and he was... <laughs> one of the best acting performance jobs as this character like he could have done. Like, he got his eyes gouged out, didn't he? He got his eyes gouged So after he, like, pretty much, this guy called the Mountain who can, like, cut a horse in half with a sword. Yeah. Uh, after he's, like, cut the Mountain's ankles off and the Mountain's, like, laying there dying, like, he's been, he's dancing around him and the Mountain, like, trips him somehow with his one good hand that's left, trips him, drags him close, brings him, pokes his eyes out with his thumbs and smashes his head like a watermelon. And it shows it all. It shows that what I just described lasts about 10 to 15 seconds. Hmm. And he, Pedro Pasquale, la 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 la, or whatever you say, did, did a great, great job. And I saw the Mandalorian and I've, I've seen him in some other stuff. And I think the critical drinker said, like I've seen him in a lot. I'm almost like getting a little timid. When I heard he's playing Joel, from the last of us it so rubbed me wrong because like there are all right when it comes to like race swapping i feel like there are characters it just it can work with and that it's not and it's totally subjective from one person to the next like velma (laughs) i don't give a shit about velma i'll be honest i have i what 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 was the me? I, I haven't watched one second of it. I don't care about it. But I was like, that, I'm happy that it ended up being garbage, I think, like most people. But uh, no, so like, 
what I'm getting at, it's not even like a a white character staying white thing. Like, I really thought about this hard. Like, so Joel in this video game is like a 40-year-old white suburban Texan with like an engineering degree. When I say suburban Texan, I don't mean like a redneck. I was picturing Hank Hill. Someone that live in Hank Hill's neighborhood. Like, it it was like, but not like a far-fetched cartoon, but like, you know, like a guy that probably has a pistol under his mattress and that might be the only gun he owns. And he might've been hunting three or four times in his life. Like that kind of, but has a Southern drawl, knows how to like, you know, takes his pistol to the range once every couple of years, like kind of knows a thing or two. Uh, and there was, and it's him and his brother in the game and y'all are running away from zombies and escaping off oh, madness, yada, yada, yada. Like I said, zombies are background. It's more like human interaction. And I don't know why, Changing it to a Latin guy, I've been trying to think of like a good movie representation or something like that. It would almost be like making like Blade a Mexican, like Blade, like the vampire hunter. Like there's something bad, you know. Then it'd just be Switchblade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't be Mexican. That'd be Puerto Rican blade. <laughs> but no, like for real. Like we're the, we're treading a fine line here. No, I, nah, <laughs> but I know what I'm talking about and I'm honest about it. I know like I'm I'm at least I'm pretty damn certain I'm right about this. So like Wesley Snipes as a black half vampire hunter blade, there's something so badass about like that whole combo of hey, hey on side note. Have I ever talked about on the podcast about my uncle being scared of Blade? Oh, just about vampires. Did, did I talk about it on this? I don't know about the podcast, but you told uh, me scared of vampires. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Say it. We, we will get back to like these awesome characters. So I was like staying over at my aunt and uncle's house whenever I was younger, like 10 years old, when my parents had to go off do some stuff. And it's just me over there. And uh, I, think, I think my uncle hit the sauce a little bit. But I'm sitting there, and uh, he goes, uh, uh, he goes, hey, Josh, you want to watch something? I'm like, oh, absolutely, Uncle so-and-so. Uh, he goes, oh, what you want to watch? I go, uh, oh, I'll find something. Else. It's like on TBS or TNT back in the day. I find Blade, and I start watching it. He comes back after making a drink. He goes, what you watching? And I go, oh, you know, it's a Blade. He goes, what? What's this about? And I explain to him, like, oh, Blade is this half vampire, half human that hunts other vampires down and kills them. And I am halfway through my explanation. I'm like 10 years old, mind you, 12 years old, something like that. Without hesitation, he grabs the remote for me, turns TV off. Oh, well, my, my mom's like cool with me watching people get their heads blown off. Like, it's, it's all right, man. We ain't one of them kinds of families. <laughs> and he goes, ah, nah, it's, uh, you don't understand, Josh, uh, bandit whatever the hell it is uh these uh vampires are agents of darkness and we don't let them come into our house and i remember like like, he talks on about it for like another minute or two but that's what stands out to me is they are agents of darkness and we do not allow them in our house and after like a minute or two of explaining walk around with cloves of garlic before bed it wouldn't have surprised me at that point. And the other thing, he's one of my favorite uncles too. This guy was cool for like, well, that's his one superstition. Dude, that is his one. I remember being 10 and hearing this and all that's going through my head is like, he knows they're imaginary, right? Like, right. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, is there something I don't know? Is it, t- do my uncle know something that I don't know? I don't think so, but still. He I, was white blade. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> But no, all right, thank you for bringing it back. No, so like, it would be so weird 
for anybody else to be Blade that like wasn't a black guy. Just like it would be weird for anyone else to be like a I don't know, is there a badass luchador character or something like that? To like not Zorro. It'd be weird as shit. Well, wasn't Anthony Hopkins Zorro and Mask of Zorro? Well, okay. Admittedly, might have been better as. Oh, uh, hang on. So, like, yes, I, I believe like characters should stay in like there. There's some kind of edge to having that as their defining as one of their many like defining characters. Boots was a Siamese cat. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Like, 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 what if he started having a Chinese accent, but they still just acted like it was Puss in Boots? And he was like, rawr, 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 rawr. I'm, I'm just getting all kinds of hell from all of them this episode. But anyways. My, would, he, would he eat himself? No, he'd eat the dogs. It'd be reversed. Oh. Chinese cat, and they're ninjas. Except, you know, Spanish conquistadors. However, I was explaining this to my brother, and my first example that popped in my head, I said, you know, Matt, that'd be like, I don't know, them casting Antonio Banderas as a Wolverine. And I kind of stopped for a second, but Antonio Banderas might actually make a pretty badass Wolverine. If you can somehow make Wolverine Mexican and not Canadian. I just picture him still like slashing the tree with a W. I I want him to have like the the dark mullet, the dark greasy, (laughs) like, you know what I'm talking about, Zorro, Mask of Zorro, it was a great movie. Anthony Hopkins, it's odd. When you put it that way, it's like Wish version of Wolverine. (laughs) It really is. I don't know, he's got the right like comic book jaw for it. Dude, did you ever see the 13th Warrior? No, but I want to say I've seen the the trailers dude okay i remember the trailers all right my rule is not perfect about like hang on back to the i'm gonna come back to all that last of us when i heard padro pasquale lalalez was playing him like there's something about joel that's just like a 40 year old gruff not give a shit white guy that is just different when you throw it into latino brothers like it just i don't know it's like the difference between whiskey and tequila they're both great you just want them for different reasons I'm getting into, I'm getting in trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We've gone down that rabbit hole. Anyway, and the, we're in a hole. What do we do? Keep digging. <laughs> uh, but anyways, the hell with it. That That's what all that was about. Uh, well, we got on Blade. We got on something else that was fun in the middle of all that. It's just been a, it's just been a downward spiral. At, I don't know that there's pulling up from this one. Nope. So do you, we can just. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's what I guess that's what we're gonna do. Last of Us it turned. It seems like it's got some good stuff to it, but it's mostly. But it looks like it's very disappointing. I just wish they wouldn't. If you want to change stuff, that's cool. Make new stuff. Don't let it turn into Velma, as Merce said. So the last thing we're getting into tonight. I'm just letting it rip and having some fun. Uh, we're outside talking about old-timey cures, you know, like Ghosts in the Blood and stuff like that. Immerse on the spot. If you had, what was the old, like, Oregon Trail? Uh, Dysentery. If you have dysentery and you're on the Oregon Trail, what old-timey remedy, medicine, do you use? And when I say old-timey, I mean pre-FDA, good old narcotics of 1901, like baby. Like an old, like, like an Indian something would, like, that, tell you. Something that would probably horrify you, yes. Rabbit skin fur. Rabbit skin fur? Well, like what the, do, the skin and the fur of a rabbit. But what are you doing with it? Well, that way it, it wipes on its way out and maybe it makes a plug. Okay. 
All right, that's. I think you die of also gangrene along with dysentery. That's I don't a, know what stops that, 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 All right, let's flip. Let's flip. I, my mind was just like, make a cork and try to stop oh, the mess. Oh my God, with the dead rabbits. Do you do you let it dry? Do you like front? Do you wait for days to process I'm like, this? I'm on a prairie, crapping myself to death. <laughs> The only thing I've got out there is grass and rabbits. I would, I don't know. I'd take a plume of tobacco smoke up the ass and pray that it works. Have you ever, you know, they did that, right? No. Oh, you've never heard of that? No. Oh, dude, there's like illustrations of it. There's wood carvings of, they would, in the early colonial days, one of the cures they thought they so would that's like. That's why they say you're blowing smoke, smoke up someone's ass. I swear to God. It's like they, there was an etching of them, like, you know, the old fire puffers, the big poof. I so could have been a doctor back in the day. Dude, they would like light a bunch of tobacco leaves on fire, inhale the smoke, point the nozzle with a special anal plug that's been up everybody else's ass, right up yours, and blow smoke. What a time to have been alive. Dude. Imagine getting that degree like, hang on, I'm hang a doctor. Hang on, hang on. You know how like butt chugging, like the reason people do it is like you get more alcohol through your rectum than you do through your mouth? Right. So imagine people like in the 17th. I don't think people really do it that much. I think people just know <laughs> that that's a thing. But like, you know that, yes, that that's a thing. Well, imagine you're in like 1700s. You've, you've probably only drank beer. And when I say beer, the most American rogue tastes delicious compared to the stuff they called beer back then. You've probably eaten some mushrooms in your day around the forest. But then you get to nicotine up your ass for the first time. You know how I talked about the first cigarette I smoked at a KFC? And Do not tell me about the first cigarette <laughs> you put up your ass. No, 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 no. Wrong end of the story. The wrong end wrong of a lot end of, of you. <laughs> a lot of things. But no, so it was like, it, like the nicotine high you get from that or like from your first dip or your first chewing tobacco, don't try it at home, kids. Yeah, it's like that times a million. So I got dysentery on the Oregon Trail. Light some tobacco, put it up my ass. Okay. What a whirlwind. Yep. All right. Your affliction. Okay. You've got, uh, what do we call it? Okay. You got consumption. What? Consumption? That would have been tuberculosis is what they <laughs> called it. We were like, like the Doc Holiday had, we start like your lungs, you start coughing up blood and stuff. They called it consumption? Yeah. What a horrifying name. What yeah. does it do? It consumptions you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's I know it consumes, but yeah. Ugh. So, uh, bronchitis, tuberculosis, tuberculosis, move to Southern Texas. Well, yeah, that was the thing. Where's dry old timey remedy. There you go. Yeah, but it actually, okay. All right. I'm talking about real remedies, not putting squirrel fur up your ass. You weirdo. I don't what know I- what stops the shits. <laughs> it was like that old thing. Like, you know, like the kid eats the cotton balls. So it cleans on its way out. Dude. I don't, I was just trying to. <laughs> I know it caused them. It was me spending all my money on Oregon I was Trail. Trying to, I was trying to think what I could find in the middle of the prairie, in the middle of nowhere, because there's no stores other than what the, other than the three barrels of bacon I've got with me, and the grease isn't going to help. I know every time I played Oregon Trail, it's like I'm spending all my money on cured meats and bullets, yeah, no that, greens. It was like spare wagon wheels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time you have died of dysentery. Why? Because you've only eaten salted pork for days. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you could always try like uh, getting then, the ghost out of your blood. Yeah, just leeches and yeah. just like bleeding. Ain't that how George Washington died? Oh, I don't. 
Yeah, he bloodletting. Oh. Well, yeah, it, but... it didn't kill him, but, like, I think he got really, like, he, he was already sick, so, like, we'll drain your blood. That'll you just cool. need, you just got too much blood. Well, yeah, get the bad blood the, out. The craziest one I didn't realize, I watched a documentary on, like, uh, you know, pirates like Blackbeard and all of them, uh-huh. is when they got syphilis, their cure was injecting mercury in their dicks. <laughs> My God. It was mercury, mercury pills was they thought was the cure, but then, like, when it would get real bad, they'd literally inject it. Into them, so not only were they going crazy because the syphilis was eating their brain, <laughs> but they're going mercury. insane because the mercury poisoning oh also, which would then make them also drool. So then they'd be cr- like crazy you'd and drooling. start craving mad, yeah. where you're like foaming at the mouth, and you get the bright From idea. From the puff to... penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Yar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they said it. That's why Blackbeard got the idea to put fuses in his freaking beard and board yeah. a ship. Oh, one-eyed Willie was wild, dude. What a terrible time to be alive. That's why when people saw pirates coming up, they're just like, "Dude, give them everything. Don't even fight them. Because if they even try to rape us, we got what they got: yeah. mercury and syphilis." No. Oh, that's bad. Sorry, I hit the mic stand. Um. All right, we're done with old timey remedies. We, we thought this would be a fun idea, like Florida Man. Y'all saw how that worked out last time. Now everybody's just sad. Everything back then was just dark. It's like, oh, you've got a splinter? Cut off his arm. Still, no, bad. Anyways, everybody, that's been it for the night. Y'all have a good week. See y'all next week. Hey, uh, follow us on Twitter. Thank y'all for listening to all this all the way through. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, RSS, Spotify. Rumble? Do we have a rumble now? We have a rumble. I'm not 100% sure what I'm doing, but the content slowly getting uploaded over there. It's very different. Uh, we're going to be on other platforms coming soon. Hey, I can't stress this enough. Thank you, everybody, for listening all the way through, for listening at all. Uh, like, share, subscribe, all that jazz with all your friends, and uh, we'll be seeing you next time. Band it out. <laughs>